Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. That second place might be the best thing that ever happened to you yeah. at your first show because yeah. that leaves you hungry. Yeah. That leaves you room for improvement. That leaves you something to strive for. Welcome to Habits You Love, a thought-provoking podcast about self-love, self-healing, and spiritual evolution. I'm Kayla Fazio, and with each episode, it is my mission to expand your mind to what you think is possible for you and provoke thoughts of looking at your own healing you may need and help you discover the power you have within you to build healthy habits and create a life you love. Now, let's get to the episode. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Habits You Love. Got on Tyler today. I think we need like a, a segment with you. I think we need like a Tuesdays with Tyler or okay. like a, you know. Random facts with fight. Random facts with fight, something. But we're not in the studio. We're in our house today. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the topic of lessons from doing a fitness competition because tyler here recently did one two weeks ago oh by the way we're still we're like both have some colds going on so if you hear us like sniffling yeah. or not being able to talk or choking on my own spit, we're not 100 <clears throat> percent. but we're we're doing do the best we can yes we're, with we're doing what we the got best. um so he's gonna talk about that but i'm also gonna talk about when i did one nine years ago mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah Nine years ago, I did one, but you guys, I still credit that journey and that process and that day to a lot of things like my fitness success, my opportunities, my career, and just like a whole new way of thinking about working out for one. And there's the things that I, I obtained from it, that I gained from it. And you have some insight as well. So let's get to it when you did your first fitness competition when you did that show were you a sponsored athlete were you i was not sponsored sponsored? at all Uh -uh. no so your sponsorship came later (laughs) on yeah yep so i let's see i did one in november 2014 and honestly just a couple years prior i was just working out i was 24 at the time so i would say you know in your younger 20s you already it's pretty easy because your body's really working for you when you're that young but i would go to the gym every day i would see other people doing it so what was happening was i was surrounded by a lot of people doing competitions um the gym i was going to there was a lot of trainers a lot of competitors what gym would that be well it it was gold's gym but also a little bit of four star fitness so gold's gym the one I was going to, like, a lot of people were doing fitness competitions there. And then later on, I was going to four-star. So I was I was in the gym every day. I'm, like, look at all these people 
and how they looked and how they worked. And I was like, I work out just as hard as these people. I thought I looked just as good. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but something sparked and was like, maybe I should like push myself and, and see what my body could do, you know? So let's start right there <clears throat> with you, you believed in yourself. Yeah. I think that's the first thing. Um, one of the things that I've noticed with everybody that I've talked to since the fitness physique was the category I was in. Since I was in the show, people that did not compete, other people that I've talked to or approached about this situation, they have been like, oh, I'm not ready. Like, I need to gain more weight. I need to get a little bit more size. I need... So like right then and there, it tells me that their belief Mm -hmm. is that these people that are doing these shows or these things are just superior to them or they're like, that's out of my class. That's out of my league. Like I, I couldn't do that yet. I can't do that. And like right there, what you just said was like, you, even though comparison is the thief of joy, you also need to know your competitors. So that's in business class, we learn you need to know your competitors, whatever product you're coming out with, whatever thing you're doing, you need to analyze the competition. And so what you were doing was noticing these people doing shows and you said, if they could do it, I could do it. You know, you just got to put some effort into it. And so that, I think right there, what you just said is very important. That belief that if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah. So not only that, but also what you just said was. A lot of people think they have to have all of their ducks in a row. It's like, oh, when the situation is perfect, then I'll try. Mm -hmm. When that's not how it is. Like, I mean, I only prepped for six weeks um, to do a national qualifying comp. It was the biggest competition in Oklahoma at the time. And most people train prep for like 14 weeks. And I could have been like, oh, I can't do this one this year because I haven't trained long enough. I haven't prepped long enough. So I think I just dove right in. And I was like, I went to the best trainer in the state for what I thought. He was training a lot of competitors. And I just went to him and I said, okay, got my bikini, showed him. I was like, with what I got going on now, (laughs) like, where do you think I would be? Like, should I even do this? And he was like, yes, you should. You have great symmetry. Mm-hmm. You're already pretty muscular. You would just need to, we're only going to train your back and your legs because you need to build both of those. But other than that, you just got diet, cardio, keep doing what you're doing. We'll train, we'll pose for six weeks and that's it. So I think the belief and then not having the mindset of like, oh, it's not like the right time. Like it's not the right situation. You went to the person that had it going on, the person that you knew, knew what he was talking about. And you said, give it to me straight. He shot it to you straight. And then you put your belief into your coach and into yourself. Yeah. And you ended up doing pretty well. How'd you do in that contest? I did two classes. I was in, I did bikini. Um, I think I got second in both. Actually, I can't remember. I know I got second in my class. So I was in C class, which is really competitive. Like right. the women, the average is C. Like yeah. A and D aren't as competitive. B and, and C are more they, competitive. How do they differentiate the classes? How by do, height. By height. Yeah, right. it's by height. So I think I did novice and then open. And I think I got second in both. I don't know. I know, I remember I got second in one because I got like a crown, a little sash, and whatever. But um, but yeah, it was just, it was such a good experience. Like 
from that day, I don't know if anyone else is like this, but when I decide to do something, when I dedicate and I'm like, and I either I pay for it or I decide or I tell someone, like my brain can do a 180 be like, all right, this is what we're doing now. And it's like, whatever I was doing yesterday, I'm not doing today. And I can really, really stick to what I said I was going to do. So um, at the time I had a job where I was in technically quote in the field every day which meant i had to drive to a courthouse every day and work from the courthouse and then drive home Mm -hmm. so i would wake up i would go do my fasted cardio i would come home get ready eat drive to work i would bring my six-pack bag full of like maybe two or three meals i would go out to my car and i would like eat my food cold like tilapia and rice cold in the car (laughs) purpose over pleasure yeah and then i would drive back and then i would go work out after work and lift after that and then that was like rinse and repeat every day for six weeks I was doing or I was training with my trainer twice a week legs and back every single workout I thought I was gonna throw up like I had to go to the back and like lay down because I was so dizzy because you're just lifting super heavy and going really fast we would like superset heavy back heavy legs (laughs) and I was like I've never I've worked out but I've never done it like this that system that he was training you on um some people may or may not know this in this, I studied this in the National Academy of Sports and Medicine book, but some of that is like a peripheral heart action system yeah. where you're going upper body, lower body. Yeah. And that's really good for getting rid of body fat. Yeah. And um, that's kind of one way that I like to train a lot is going high, low, high, yeah. low, legs, upper body, or wh- whatever you're training. I like to give that muscle group a break, but not too long of a break. Yeah. So you're still working something in the body, but you're not working that muscle group. Yep. That's one way I like to work yeah. out. So I'm I sure. definitely lost a lot of weight. I toned up really quick. I don't remember how what I started at, the weight, but I, I just remember him being like, we got to get you to 117 pounds, which yeah. I'm laughing now because that sounds so low. But I just like strive for that number. And then um, I just felt great. Like, and when I mean great, I just meant mentally, I was clear, focused, sharp. The routine and structure, like I'm sure you'll touch on later, is like what I liked about it the best. And the routine that I got from just like clockwork every single day was like, all right, I do the exact same thing every day. I wake wake up at the same time. I eat at the same time, lift at the same time. And then everything was just like clicking. I remember that just being like a really good time in my life where everything was like really in the flow state of like work was good. Relationship was good. That was good. It's funny how that works whenever you're firing on all cylinders, how, uh, everything else just is flowing too. And it's because you're at such a high level, putting out such good energy and such good vibrations into the world. Yeah, and you're putting so much time and effort into yourself that everything falls into place. So true. And uh, yeah. When you work on yourself physically, everything else falls into place. That's why it's important to hire a coach, hire a trainer, hire a mentor, hire a therapist, hire a counselor. Because once you start putting time and effort into those things, then you really... yeah reap the benefits of it so a lot of things transpired after that which i'm super grateful for um at the time i was not a coach i wasn't a trainer i wasn't doing anything in the fitness industry i just had a regular job and i just like to work out but after that a lot of people started reaching out to me and asking me to help them and they were like oh my gosh like I want to look like that how do I look like you all the things so it wasn't until months later around May of 2015 that that I started actually accepting clients and that's like another thing that we touched on it was like I had no website I had no email I had no credentials I just 
knew what to do and I knew how to help people. So I just started doing it. I just was like, sure, you want my service? I've charged this much, this is what we're gonna do. So slowly over time, I started to build up a clientele and I did online for about six months until I had a lot of requests for personal training and I was like, no, 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 like, I don't want to do that. I don't know. I don't know why I was so like hellbent on not wanting to in-person train, but I finally gave in. And then that was, that was so fun. I did that for two years. Um, yeah, I, I made a lot of friends, had a lot of fun. Things just started happening. And not to say that, you know, you need to do a competition so you can get opportunity, but that all just came from, like we just said, like per- being in the flow state and attracting it provided the right you, It provided you with the platform to teach people what you learned from the experience. You had had a lot of gym knowledge and training knowledge because you've been working out since yeah. you were how old? Like 13. Yeah, so you've been going on to the off. gym on your own and been learning all that stuff. Yeah. You know, learning all those tools in the gym yeah. and learning all those things. So you had that part figured out. Yeah. Um, your think, dedication was there. Yeah, the dedication was there, but honestly, I, I, I could say I was half-assing my workouts because when I hired the trainer I was like oh this is how you right. need to be working right. out like um I remember for years I would go to the gym and I would do this exact same workout with the exact same weights every single yeah, day so you were <laughs> a lot of people get to that point where you're it's like you're in a maintaining phase yeah because you're but literally doing the same I was thing like all 21, the time 22. but it's not bad because no. you're doing something but in your head you're like yeah, this is it. This yeah. is my routine. This is what I do. And yeah. that's like so many people do that same thing. And so I have a couple certifications. And one of the certifications I, I learned through this guy uh, named Rob that a lot of guys had, had went through. He was just one of my uh, coaches and trainers. And at the end of the training stuff, he ran us through a session. And, and uh, everyone in the class was smoked. And yeah, I was pretty tired, but I was kind of laughing because it was like very similar to the way that I had already been training or uh, been doing my thing. So I was like kind of proud of myself for Mm -hmm. like almost mimicking that style or I kind of already had that style. The workout was kind of all over the place really, but uh, it was just something that I really enjoyed and thought, well, okay, I'm not that far off. I'm not that far off. It's validating. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't that far off, but I just loved that's when I really started falling in love with like heavy lifting. Like not just like, okay, I can lift 10 pounds for 15 reps, multiple, multiple sets. Like I was like, how much can I lift and max out and go to failure yeah. every time? And that's when I really started to see my body changing, like definitely more shape, more curves, more toning. Um, also, and it was only from lifting as heavy as I could. It wasn't like... Also our body types everybody's body types are different and we all start in different places Mm -hmm. some people really see a lot uh from the heavy lifting and don't have to implement a lot of cardio right and that's kind of that's both me and you like Mm. well for for my training (laughs) body needs cardio well for my training well for then you then at that period of time that heavy lifting you saw a lot of results you know and for me during this competition i was talking to some people backstage and they had to really get into their cardio Mm -hmm. whereas me i can tell you i wasn't super heavy into the cardio for the competition i did my 10 15 minutes walking on the treadmill you know a couple a few times a week before or after um but not super intense but it was more lifting 
you know, more yeah. heavier lifting, more weights. I mean, I was still doing facet cardio every every morning. 40 okay, minutes were, facet cardio. Okay, okay. Yeah. I would go twice. I would do two days. Well, you were leaned out. Yeah. But <laughs> I had to, like you said, the, my foundation that I came from was like skinny tone. If I have a before right. and after picture of me where I'm like, I'm definitely in shape, but I'm like just skinny tone where I was like cardio bunny. And then it turned into like, oh, I have, I used to call them Mervs right. with an M, like muscle curves. Okay. <laughs> so I was like still almost the same weight, but just so much more tight right so your body composition completely yeah. changed yeah so i think i think the lessons that i learned i mean i think we've touched on a lot of them is like belief in yourself not waiting for the perfect time and just just trying because even if you don't get first which we're going to touch on with you probably is like you did it and that's a stepping stone into the next level um and you just tried and even if you didn't take first place in all categories and go to the top and qualify for nationals uh you still did it and it still probably give you a lot of pride and confidence and enough uh, validation in yourself so i was proud of that and then the routine and structure that i learned the way i learned how to work out i just it was just such a life like one of my biggest life lessons that i've oh, had in good. my 33 years that's good like that one just day of yeah i can say probably the same a lot of people that um i'm friends with or have come into my life even after the show that are in super great shape like there's a couple guys that come to mind that have the physique that can do a physique show mm-hmm. like if they put it on the calendar for within the next 12 yeah. months, they could do it. Exactly. And they're like, well, I don't know if that's really for me or I don't know if that's my thing. And I'm like, it's not my thing either. To be completely honest with you, like I just knew that I have a good physique because I've been working on it for mm-hmm. six years. So I know that I put myself in a position to have an opportunity to potentially do that. Yeah, exactly. And so I went to my coach. Well, you know. Yeah, let's talk about your experience. Okay. Um, your experience of like working out first of like what is your journey of well i had trained aesthetic i had trained basketball (laughs) i can actually remember (laughs) that you just made me think of when i was 15 yeah yeah when i was 15 (laughs) years old playing basketball in high school and we go shirts and skins and i think that's when i started getting some attention from the girls (laughs) and they're like oh tyler's got abs you know and it's like so yeah i had abs at 15 but i was a skinny kid that's just because i didn't all have guys have abs at that point i don't know i don't think i mean everybody I don't know. What about but so i played a lot of basketball um it was really hard for me to hold any size it was really hard because my metabolism was so good i couldn't keep weight on i remember me and my mother went to the a supplement store that was across from aspen mm-hmm. in oklahoma city mm-hmm. We went in there. My mom was big into weightlifting. My dad was into weightlifting. So I grew up going to All-American Fitness, going into the gym with them. Even as a little kid, I would go into the daycare, and I know they would go in the gym together. And that was kind of their, like, safe haven, their little thing that they would do together. Yeah, so, like, 15 years old, my mom takes me to the supplement shop, and she's like, listen, my son is starting to get into weightlifting. He needs to gain some size. Like, he is little, for real. Brawny. And so I got a big jug of weight gainer, yep. and it's, like, a ton of calories and you know and he's like all right you need to be drinking this stuff three times a day so i drink one in the morning Mm -hmm. afternoon and night and i probably gained 10 pounds you know 10 pounds in like a month or two like really quick super thick and hard to drink because it just tastes like a regular protein shake uh i mean it's like a protein shake but yeah it was thick yeah but it was just a lot of calories Mm -hmm. as a little kid if your metabolism is really fast and you're trying to build you know you need all the help you can get but i put on some size really quick and 
I probably put on 10, 12 pounds. And I remember my coach is just like, they're going, what, are you on stuff? Like, are you taking stuff? And I'm like a 15-year-old boy, you know? And I was like, no, I'm t- taking protein and weight gainer. And yeah. they didn't believe me. And uh, But then I kind of plateaued out. Like, after about three months of taking that stuff, I kind of, like, hit a little wall. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, like, oh, man, this sucks. It's not easy anymore. And so I think a lot of people go through that experience of, like, when you first hit it, you start seeing a lot of results very, yeah. very quickly. Yeah, your body, they're shocking your body. So you see all those results, and then after, like, several months, it's just like, I don't see any difference anymore. And so that's when you really have to get into the long game and do it. I, I try to tell people or tell my clients, like, don't get so caught up on the scale or so caught up in the way you look every day because you look at yourself every day you don't notice those little changes other people are going to notice them more and especially other people that you don't see for a long time like you don't see someone for three years or two years or and then or five years and you see them and you're like oh man they've you know (laughs) they're gained a little weight or they're a little different they see you and they're like oh my gosh like you know but you don't see it because you see yourself all the time um so i tell people chase that feeling that like feeling that you get when you work out and you just feel really good and you walk out of the gym or the sauna and you're like, ah, like that's that feeling. Chase that. Chase that feeling. Don't chase that number on the scale yeah. or you no. Know, I mean you could have set goals for yourself. I don't think everyone's anyone's left the gym and been like, I really regret doing that. Yeah. Like yeah. I really regret doing that. And just playing different sports. I had a lot of different coaches and people, but uh the physique show was a little bit different. I knew Last year, in 2022, my goals, I had a lot of physical goals, competition. So I did two calisthenics competitions. I did two Tough Mudder races, which are like those obstacle course races. And I did a half marathon, which I am not a runner. And then I wanted to do a physique show uh, last year, and I didn't get around to doing that. The reason why I wanted to do all of those things is because I never have wanted to be one-dimensional. I've always been into multiple things, and I remember my dad telling me one time, like, if you want to, you know, really uh, succeed in something, you got to be, like, full steam ahead in one thing, and I kind of didn't like that. I'm like, well, I like everything, and that's kind of my problem is, like, (laughs) I have so many different things that I like, but I think having a variety of things, like, it provides me different passions and different avenues, and they all feed off of each other. And they all, and I have seasons with all of those. I'll really be into art for a little bit, and then I'll fall off. I'll really be into writing poetry for a while, and then I'd fall off, and I get into other things. But I think all of those things kind of um, they help with they help kind of go into one another but so i didn't get to step on stage in 2022 and i was kind of bummed out about that that i didn't get to complete all those different things and so i'm like all right 2023 i'm putting like all my eggs into that basket i'm gonna do a physique show so i told you Mm -hmm. probably at the end of i think it was at in maybe the middle of 2022 around the end of that i said i want to have the best physique in crunch fitness like just mm-hmm. in the gym when I'm walking around there, I want to have the best physique. And that sounds silly or whatever, but like that was a goal of mine to just like, I love like... Then you yes. got to define best physique. Well, I love being proportionate. I love seeing people that are very proportionate and their symmetry yeah. and just like, I'm a fan of all of that stuff. So one of my favorite bodybuilders growing up was Dexter Jackson. And the reason why is because he was just so symmetrical. His stomach was symmetrical, just like... 
very proportionate. I just it always looked like he lifted legs and not skipped. Leg I just day. thought it was so cool the way he like looked. So, anyways, it was a goal to be like the most aesthetic at crunch fitness on Beaver. <laughs> And, and like that might not mean i mean any... no there's a lot of really good looking guys in there i mean and girls so there's aesthetic. like a yeah. lot of yeah, very yeah. fit people it's not there. like a there's, YMCA. A of, there's a lot of fit people yeah, there yeah. and so even though that sounds like a silly goal i didn't publicly say that you know or go tell everybody that but that's what i wanted for mm -hmm. myself it was a challenge to myself and so anyway so with that goal in mind towards the end of 2022 right at the beginning of uh january i started taking the gym a lot more seriously not that i hadn't been taking it serious before but i remember sitting like on a hammer strength chest press machine and i'm by myself and i thought what if this was my job like what if this was my actual career mm -hmm. like what if my job What's was to do out? this mm -hmm. and i thought wow like it could be it could be my yeah. job why don't i start considering this part of my job mm -hmm. and so I started handling myself like that and I gained I gained some mass, I got bigger, I was feeling great. I would spend two hours in there. I would spend a lot of two, three hours in there. And I had one of the trainers at Crunch come up to me and handed me a flyer and he said, This is it. And I was like, All right, what is it? He's like <laughs> he's like, That's a show and it's at the opera house. It's here in Sarasota, it's local. You oh. won't you won't have to travel for it. And I said, Oh, this for was real. In January? Or? Yeah, maybe January, Feb okay. February, something like that. And I was like, okay. September 9th was the date. So that gave me, you know. I didn't know you found out about it that early. I thought you found about it right before you signed up, which was like June. No, so eight months. Oh. I had to think about this. Oh. You know, this guy, this trainer hands me the flyer. Uh, NPC. TOC. Yeah, Tournament of Champion. Um, National Physique Committee. And for you guys that aren't familiar with like the bodybuilding uh, competition, the physique stuff, there's a couple organizations. There is National Physique Committee, NPC, and then there's IFBB, International Federation of Bodybuilding. And those are kind of the two main, main organizations. But so this guy hands me the card, I look at it, and I'm like, all right. He goes, this is the one. I think that you need to enter this. And uh, I was like, okay, are you doing it? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah, like oh. I, I'm competing too. Who was it? His name, his name is David. Did he compete? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember you talking about that. Tell well, me he that. had planned to, right, or he right. said he was, right. and he said he would get me ready for the show or whatever. Anyways, yeah. that's... And that's another thing. Yeah. I took that flyer September 9th. All right. I'll be there. You mm -hmm. know, I don't know what to expect. It's like going into a basketball game or a football game and never have competed in that sport. But you did don't you really... feel your brain like do something in that moment where it's like, all right, it's kind of like lit a fire and it was like, it's no, on. no, no, it was just, okay. It's just, maybe it's just... later down the road it did when you signed up. At what point were you like, all right, it's on. Like two weeks before? Like three weeks before. <laughs> okay. When I hired a coach. Yeah. I'll talk about that in a second anyways. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I'd been training, you know what I mean? And I felt good and I felt great. I didn't know what to expect. It's like, and I think you got on to me like, well, don't you want to win? Don't you want to go in there and win? And I'm like, well, yeah, but I'm never going to set myself up for failure. I'm going into this as a learning experience. Like, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to meet everybody. I'm going to go have fun with it. I'm going to smile. And this is going to be a growing thing for me because I'm putting myself in a very uncomfortable situation and I'm not going to look at it as like, I'm coming here to like win this stuff. Like I, I didn't want you to th think it like that, 
But what happened was you signed up and then you didn't change anything. You didn't meal prep one time. You kind of were just doing the same thing. And I came to you and I was like, so usually what happens when you do a show is you meal prep healthy food. You don't just keep eating whatever you want. And you eat at certain times and you also uh, practice your posing, which come to find out you didn't listen to anything I said until someone else that you paid three weeks before. So basically everyone has a way of doing their thing. (laughs) Didn't listen to me. Some people, some people go the traditional route and some people monkey see monkey do, do whatever else other people are doing. When me, I have a good intuition and a good instinct for things and a good awareness about myself. And I knew I would do good no matter what, even if I didn't hire a coach, I knew I would do all right. So you think you would have done the same if you didn't hire the coach, you didn't start meal prepping. No, I didn't say that. Okay. I said I would have done well without. But if you want to be on the next level in whatever it is that you're doing, like Steph Curry documentary that we just watched, he has a shooting coach, Tiger Woods has a swing coach, like they would be great without those coaches. But if they want to stay on top, they're going to have to do every little thing right to stay on top. And so that's what it was. It was the fine tuning. And so, yeah, about three weeks out, I hired a coach from NutriShop. I was actually working out at EOS Fitness. And this guy, John, who's a fitness competitor, I think he's in his late 60s. Tremendous shape, looks great, super vascular. Not, Not him. Oh, John, who works at NutriShop in his late 60s, he has this big, nice handlebar mustache that every man would be jealous of. (laughs) Looks like Popeye. He literally looks like Popeye. He's badass. (laughs) So I'm just sitting there working out and doing my thing. And he's like, hey, he's like, what's up? And I had recognized him from Crunch. I'd seen him in Crunch, too. And he's like, do you compete? And I said, no, but I'm going to do a show at the Opera House on September 9th here in a few weeks. And he's like, you have a coach? And I'm like, no, you know, Mm -hmm. just... Me and my girlfriend, my girlfriend's helping me out. And he's like, I think you need to go up to NutriShop and talk to Toby. So Toby is a a guy from California that uh, has trained a lot of physique athletes. And uh, I said, sure, yeah, I'll go in there and talk to him. And uh, so come to find out, John works at NutriShop with Toby. So I go in there and buy some protein. getting all those referrals. He's probably getting a cut. That's not that big of a cut. I know, I'm just kidding. Anyways. <laughs> so uh, mm-hmm. I go in there. Scouting. Talk to Toby and, you know, just the science part of the physique, talking about the dieting, just about glycogen levels and um, how your body works. I knew, I was like, okay, like he knows what he's talking about. And I've also had other people give me advice and other coaches. Liz is one of our coaches and one of our good friends. She's very smart when it comes to nutrition, diet, and exercise. I think Liz is awesome, and she's really got her stuff figured out. And she was telling me about the water, how much water I was going to need to take in, which I wasn't drinking near enough water. And so, you know, Toby helped me out. He's like, you're going to be able to season all your foods. I'm like, first off, I never seasoned my foods. So I could put all the salt and stuff I wanted on there, which I thought was cool. I was like, well, this would be fun. Like, I never did that before. So I was consuming, you know. Anyways, he had me send the food that I was... uh, that I was eating at the time, which to be honest, it's like once he had me sending the food, then I'm like, okay, well, shoot, yep. I can't, yeah, you know, up. so I'm going to try to eat clean before I even send him in what I'm eating. And so in my eyes, I'm, I was eating clean, which it wasn't horrible. 
But then I send it to him and he's like, all right, not bad. Here we go. I got your stuff revised. This is what it needs to look yeah, like. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Now I get it. It's like, I need to be eating way more protein. Uh, the carbs need to be more. It wasn't a ton more, but it was just... Which it, brings the point of like, this is exactly what I would see with me coaching my clients. Be like, they would come to me and they would be like, I'm eating pretty right. healthy. That is so I'm, true. I'm doing pretty good, but in their mind, they wanted something different. They wanted something more. So I had, I was like, all right, send me. I, the first thing I ask people is, what do you eat for breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner? And they would type it all out, and I'd have to give them feedback. Like, th this is the gap of like, this is where you are. This is where you want to be. This is the missing piece that you're yes. going to need to do. And it's just tweaking. It's not, I think I've only had one client in my eight years of coaching where like, I literally was like, you need to completely stop eating that and eat something completely different. Like most people are almost there. They just right. need like right. the fine tuning to go to the next level. So yeah. that's what you needed. Yeah, I needed that fine tuning. And I thought I was eating healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone thinks that they're but eating healthy. When granted, I talk to people. You were eating like Chick-fil-A and like. Not that often. But and like burritos and tacos. I was getting those calories any way that I could. Let's say that, you know, if you're um, trying to get big or whatever and you're on a budget, it's like maybe you don't know how to properly do it. I just know I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm eating. <laughs> like, I know like... Yeah, and you always agree, real. but I knew for a fitness Because I work out crazy. Yeah, but I, I just... I work out way harder than the yeah. average person. Yeah, like, do. way harder. And... Yeah, I do way more stuff in the gym. That's why I'm able to cheat so much or get away with yeah. all that crap. But when I pair that working out religiously hard and then having a coach to fine tune what I'm eating, yeah. Yeah. money in the yeah. bank. Yeah, It's really money. What are the biggest changes you saw in those three weeks? So um, when I started doing the white fish and stuff, like he said, when I sent the pictures in, yeah. I just have that little, I don't hold a lot of fat on my body, but I have it right there in the back yeah. and I, in my love handles. And yeah, we had to get rid of that. And drinking, I had just drinking a lot of water. So I was retaining a lot of water, but yeah. then. So you would flush it out, pee it out. So another thing is I've always been really coachable, like in basketball or football or whatever. I've always been yeah, super coachable. And that's another thing that's you have to work with what you got and you have to work with your skill set. And so I was telling somebody this the other day in basketball, I used to do whatever my coach said. And even if it didn't work, like sometimes he'd be like, you know, run this or try this or you were telling me that just just listen to me. He's like, just listen to me and do this, you know. So I go out on the court. I do that play or do that thing that he says and it doesn't work and I just look over at him I'm but like knowing it's not gonna work or no I would try it oh, like okay. no matter what yeah. you know because that's who I am I'm yeah. like you you believe that then that's what I'm gonna do as your student as your person yeah so I would go out there and let's say it didn't work and then I'm just looking at him like <laughs> come on and he's like all right all right you're right you know so my idea with this whole having a coach thing was I'm going to do it to the T whatever he said right I'm invested I'm going to do it I'm going to do exactly what he says if it doesn't work out kind of I got someone dependent on a little bit I got something to be like well look I tried it your way and the ditch shit didn't yeah. work out yeah yeah so that's the beauty of having a coach. It's yeah. like, listen to me all the way through. Yep. And at the down to the last minute, it's going to work. Another 
good thing about having a coach is they all you have to do is literally the plan. Like, yeah, it's like you don't have to think. It's like baking or cooking or whatever. It's you like literally baby, yeah. follow the ingredients yeah. and the yeah. instructions, and then it turns out you have a cake. You have the cake, or you yeah. have the it's like, the recipe, and you. That's gotta, what people they're like. Oh, I don't want to hire a coach. I think I'm just gonna. They're just gonna continue to do it their way, and then complain all along the way. Where it's like get get someone which. The thing about my coaching, which I liked, was I would actually explain what was happening in real time. Like, okay, you're going to eat this, and you're going to do this, and this is what your body is doing. Right. So I like that. But sometimes you just need a plan to get you going and, like, jumpstart you into, like, into results. So you get the motivation and, like, the kind of the hamster wheel starts going again as, as opposed to being so stagnant. And it's like, and like you even said, you're like, all I got to do is just read this and do what he says. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. Like, no brain power was used in those three weeks no just just a little bit of time and effort into that meal prep and it would take a couple hours to meal prep get all that food right and that's another thing you tell people is like when you have that meal ready to go instead of like because we are all so conditioned to instant food access we don't have to go hunt our own food or most of us don't go hunt our food (laughs) no seriously and so it's like if you have a hunger what do you do you open a cabinet you open a door and you go boom you eat so if you're gonna do that which we all are have that right food ready to go right then because you're not gonna wait more than 20 or 30 minutes to eat nobody (laughs) is yeah well nobody's gonna wait so (laughs) if i'm hungry i got about five minutes to not a different person yeah so might as well have that good healthy option yeah or better option readily available yep all right so we talked about kind of your journey with working out we talked about you signing up for the show how your mentality switched now let's talk about the show because i remember you came out and you the first thing you said wasn't even about the show it was about kind of the people there and what you witnessed so talk more yeah. about that and kind of your thoughts and well on that. my whole experience with that was in a game or in competition whether it's a marathon run it's a basketball game football game in this case a fitness contest you really get to see everybody's true colors the true colors come out man (laughs) and that's from the guys and the girls like even the guys and girls share a big room in the back and there's actually little rooms where the girls can get ready and stuff like that but uh (laughs) oh man one of the one of the competitors was combing his hair and i promise you he was combing his hair for a solid 10 minutes i mean he was Did it ever look different? <laughs> and I mean, like, talk about maybe a little self-absorbed. If, if you would have told me that, and me being in the crowd, I could have told you exactly who it was. But anyways. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. So the word you're looking for is anyways. So, yeah, people's true character will come out in competition. And so for me, I was just about the experience. I was just happy to be on that stage with everybody because that meant my physique deserved to be on stage so that was a win for me either way i'm like i'm winning there's judges looking at me and looking at my physique it took me when i was 15 years old i used to have pictures of bodybuilders and people in magazines up on my mirror and stuff because i wanted to look like that it took me to grow into a man first (laughs) off seriously to become mature enough and and developed enough to even have muscles and to look like that so to be on stage to be judged for my physique i'm winning like you're already winning i'm winning yeah like that is it like no matter what place i get and let's say i get last place well 
next time I'm not getting last. Mm-hmm. I promise you that. Like, I don't want to get last place. And you're doing better than most people choosing but not to even do. One of the kids, he had a phenomenal physique. His waist is super small. He's shredded. Got the V taper that they're looking for. <laughs> he got second place. And he got second place to someone that maybe, I guess, in the judge's eyes, had a little bit better physique. And he came back there and he was pouting and kind of threw his stuff down. I was like, what's up, man? I'm like, you all right? He's like, I didn't come here to get second. I was like, oh, well, I'm like, isn't this your first time competing? Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't come here to get second. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm like, how old are you? You know, he's like 22 years old. And I'm like, man, you got your whole life ahead of you, dude. 22 years old. Like I'm 35. Like, you don't think I've seen some shit? Like, been through some stuff? Yeah. Like, this is nothing. We're all winning. They got free pizza back here. They got donuts. <laughs> they got Oreos. Like, yeah. you know, you're... Still got second. You still got a couple trophies. And the thing is, if you would have gotten first, then you expect that. You expect, well, I'm the baddest around. or I have the best physique around. And then when you go to nationals, which you will, because you got first you're gonna get your ass kicked you're gonna get last and then well just whatever you're <laughs> you're gonna expect to win and then when you don't place the way you're it's gonna be like oh your dreams are gonna be crushed or you're gonna be hurt that second place might be the best thing that ever happened to yeah. you at your first show because yeah. that leaves you hungry yeah. that leaves you room for improvement that leaves you something to strive for The busy fall season is right around the corner and you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals to get you through those jam-packed days. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit and they can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat healthy, and stay on track with your goals. Whether you're looking for calorie-conscious options or needing an extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel your best for the rest of the summer, you can choose from 34 plus weekly meals ready to eat in two minutes. With Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, the prepping, and the cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Head to factormeals.com habits50 and use code habits50 to get 50% off your order. That's code habits50 at factormeals.com habits50 to get 50% off. Whereas the kid that got first, I'll say his name, Nico, he got first class act military man i watched him you know and after he got first the thing that i did i went right up to him because i'm like you know what if you can't beat him join him type thing i'm like what's up man i haven't seen you where are you from from sarasota you know i was like oh where do you work out because i've been in every gym just about around town he trains at um an la fitness which i hadn't been to that gym and (laughs) and so i'm like okay that's why i've never seen him where i don't know about him because most of these other guys i've seen around or and uh his character spot on and i don't know if that's just who he is or the military helped with that in his background i watch him i watch everybody and (laughs) he got his trophies the first thing he was ready to get out there so he could go meet his girlfriend go meet his family and that's what he was excited to go see them and to go greet them and you know how old he was 30 okay so he's a little bit older yeah yeah and so that character that that is what makes a champion or a number one. Yeah. That's what makes it. Yeah. It's like that 
that character that you have. Yeah. You know. So what life lesson is that with the guy that you know got second? What does getting second teach you as opposed That's what to I said, like, if as you opposed get, to going into your first show and winning? What is that like? It's like two different lessons. Second if is he the best gotten, thing that could have happened to him. But why? Because look how he acted. He's like, oh, I'm ready for first it's like now you get to go back to the gym and go back to the drawing board and go back to your coach and go back to that and say how can i dial it in even more what do i need to work on and you know if anything he got second he should have went right to the judges and said what can i work what can i work on so what would have gotten what would the lesson be if he would have gotten first like what does that do to someone's ego if they walk in, they get first, they think they're deserving of first, they walk out big headed. You know, that's not, I don't know, that just doesn't like teach you anything. Yeah, there's not a lot of l- learning there. Yeah. Sometimes what, is, and then the what, next was, one the, what was the saying that you saw the other day that um, Serena Williams said that something about so first, something about. She just has learned more from her failures than her successes, basically. Yeah. yeah. So a 22 year old male. Isn't really in that headspace Here's the yet. thing. He's 22 years old, and he lost to a person that is 30. Eight years older, yeah. Yeah, he's got yeah, eight exactly. years to catch him and yeah. run him down. He'll catch him. Yeah. He will. Yeah. His waist is this big. Yeah. He looks great. Yeah. He looks phenomenal. So that's just, I think that's a lesson of itself is like, stop being in a hurry. You're super young. You have a lot of life to live. Be patient. Like it's all a process. It's all a part of the journey. Um, I was actually, the sermon I was listening to this morning was so good. It was called timing is everything. Yeah. I mean, it was just really put a lot of perspective into my mind because I'm not a patient person. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I want it now, but timing is everything. So it wasn't his time. Another thing I learned, there was a couple of girls back there that uh, I was sitting next to. Uh, shout out to Amanda and Jessica. They were sweetheart <laughs> girls. And uh, they, one of them said, so they bring out pizza and Oreos and donuts and all this stuff. Yeah. And you haven't even gone on stage yet. And it's like... Don't bring that stuff out yet. Yeah. We're all tempted to eat that stuff well, right now. Well, it was finals, so their judges had already done their judging. You're not going to eat that stuff where you go up on stage. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's temptation. So one of the girls, she uh, she had a Ziploc bag, and she goes up, gets her cookies or pizza or whatever. She's putting them in different bags. She's like, this is how you do it. She's like, you bring a bag, <laughs> put it in here, and save it for, for later. And I'm like, oh, okay. See, there's like little tricks to this stuff, you know? Like... So, yeah, I don't know. Just the experience overall was really great. It was really good. I love competing no matter what it is. I don't think it got my juices flowing as much as if I were to have people around me that I love and cared about. Um, I did, however, my my mother was in the crowd screaming and hollering for me. You were out there. Yeah. We had a little fan club out there. Yeah. Because when I did mine, I had one person, so... Yeah, anyway. So having my mom there screaming and yelling, that kind of made me come full circle because she was one of my first training partners when I was 15, 16. We would be in the gym working out together and people would always come up to us, who's training who over (laughs) here, you know? And so to have my mom, that was her first show she had ever been to. That's so crazy. So for her to see her son competing in that, it's like a full circle moment for her. Yeah. And I know afterwards, she's like, that kind of got her going, like her motivated, like, I need to get my stuff going again. And like, so that's what it's all about. Like when you have the ability to influence others, I think there's been times in my life in the past where I've influenced people in the wrong way. Because people listen to me or they they'll be into what I'm into. And instead of maybe having drinks or doing other things that are negative, have negative consequences, I could have 
been uh, providing influence with these people in very positive ways. So that's how I've completely changed. It's yeah. like, I'm, I want to lift people up with me now. It's like, if I can get to that next level and I can bring people up with me, like that's what it's yeah. truly about. Yeah, totally. Yeah. What would you say to someone listening that um, they're kind of in that spot where they're like, they want to level up. They're like, all right, I kind of been in the same spot for a while. Don't really know what to do. Um, yeah, just your advice on what. I would say your goals you need do. to be specific. You need to write them down so you can look at them. You can put them up so you can see them. Just like we write our goal bowls. Yeah. We write our little, our, it doesn't make sense, our little pie chart. We write our little pie charts with our goals in them and we have them where we can see them and then before you know it Those goals we're crossing them out yeah. because we look at them all the time yeah. and it just becomes um, Like you said specific because I've never seen you so Structured until mm -hmm. you had somewhere to be had to look a certain way. You know what I mean? So whatever it is This doesn't again doesn't have to be a fitness competition But if you're like I really do want to lose this post baby 30 pounds that I keep saying that I want to lose, like do it, like set a date, hire a coach, do exactly what they say and just do it. Um, and be like, like you said, like be specific. Yeah. Definitely having someone around you that has been through that experience before so they can guide you through that experience is huge. You know, you're not going to join the Olympics or do something of that nature by yourself yeah you know you're gonna have to have someone that's got there before you yeah exactly. to lead the way and that's another thing is you need to appreciate the people that come mm -hmm. before you that have laid the groundwork before and i think a lot of people that are younger a lot of younger kids don't value older people and they kind of squeeze them out or they see like there was this one guy that was there I'll tell you, his name was Miles, and I think he won the 60-plus bodybuilding, right? And he kind of had a, a, a belly a little bit, but I think a lot of people, like, weren't talking to him backstage, and he was the only one, and they, ah, that old man, you know, yeah. it's like, Psh. that guy has a lot of experience. Yeah. That guy has so much knowledge that you guys don't even know his experiences. <laughs> you learn a lot. So I chit-chatted with him a little bit, and those girls, they talked to him for a little bit. You know why? Because they're not threatened. They don't have anything to lose, you know what I mean? And that guy had like, I think he had some like newspaper articles or some stuff where he had held the bench press record in really? Sarasota for like 20 years or something. <laughs> and he had just had open heart surgery like less than 12 months mm -hmm. ago. And so like, that is a success. Mm -hmm. That is a success to have that open heart surgery, to be on stage in front of people flexing your muscles, like, phew, yeah go for him you know what i mean yeah. we all have our own story so yeah. Uh, yeah everyone needs to be heard and to tell their story yeah so what would some what are like two or three takeaways or life lessons you got out of doing a show but when we really say show we mean having a specific goal to work towards that you actually you're never gonna be as ready as you want to be ready yeah right you're never gonna be as ready as as prepared as you probably want to be. Sometimes you just have to jump. You have to take a leap of faith. And then when you realize that everybody else is in that same position too, that they're human, you know, they're human, they bleed, they, you know, yeah, we're all human. So it's like, you know, my biggest takeaways would be believe in yourself, trust your coach or trust the process, enjoy the process, because if you're not enjoying it, then why are you doing it? Yeah, it's that's so crazy to me that people like really think they're gonna walk in and just be the top of the top, the first one. Like I said, like kind of the metaphor I use, like you're not gonna get the role of Batman without doing a bunch of other like 
stupid little commercials or small acting parts or like you know yeah um, people need to see you yeah people you have to, to you have to have experience you have to keep going and trying and trying and trying like, and trying until you reach that top level i have a friend here that is an artist and i think you told me this it's like you're not going to be a famous artist or a big artist or people aren't going to be buying your paintings for a lot of money if you're just sitting in your room painting and drawing it's like you have to go put yourself yeah. in that network of other artists and other artists have to see your yeah, art exactly. then other people have to see you painting and then maybe five or ten years down the line yeah. it clicks with other people yeah. so you have to put yourself in that same category or out there in the public to be seen to have a chance to make it yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so you you know you be vulnerable make yourself vulnerable it's yeah. all right to be vulnerable yeah. once you realize that it's not that bad then you come more comfortable each yeah, time totally so you have your personal training clients, your coaching. What do you really want to help? I think you're obviously geared toward men. So like, what do you? What would you really want to help men achieve or do? Make them feel good in their own skin. You know, like when you're out playing volleyball or walking the beach or at the pool, you want to be able to feel good. Like that's it. It's simple. It's like a lot of guys won't even take their shirt off because it's just like mm -hmm. they don't feel comfortable. You know what I mean? You want to be comfortable in your own skin. This yeah. is your one chance, your yeah. one life. It's like, um, yeah. So how do you do that? Hire a coach and get in shape. And, so and how do you personally do that with your clients? I help my clients just as much, like mentally, you know what I mean? I try to mentor my guys by keeping it fun, by doing as much as we can in one session. And I try to tell them, like, conquer that one day, that 24 hours. You get that 24 hours. You know, you can't be thinking way on down the line it's like what can i do today mm -hmm. to get this done okay i ate everything he told me to eat i ate as clean as i could i didn't have that drink i didn't do this you know a lot of people want to add what supplements do you take what is this you take what do you, you wanna, they want to add it's yeah. like I, what what is he like he's got to know something it's yeah. like no like i'll tell you everything i know yeah. but you have to implement it i can yeah. give you the whole plan and i have even done that with a couple of people like well what do you eat like I'll send you over. Yeah. Like, this is it. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, that's a but lot. But then they're like... It's okay, eh. yeah, eat this, and then three hours later, eat this. Yeah, and but three the funny thing is, is they want to know, but then they when they see it, it, they won't do it. They won't so. do it. So I can give you the uh, keys, but... Yeah. You can lead a horse to water. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the biggest thing that I've noticed with my clients is, like, keeping it fun. Your journey should be fun and entertaining. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, like... Oh, yeah. We're, Pounding it, can it be, every day. It can be joyful, it can yeah. be a joyful experience. It, and actually, if it's joyful, you're more inclined to come back the yeah. next day. You're more inclined to want to show up. It's like, we can laugh, we can joke, yeah. but we're going to get this workout in. Yeah. And we're going to get that clean food in right after. And we're going to get our protein in. It's like, yeah. and sometimes, you know, um, you're eating that cold food in the car. It's like, it's purpose over pleasure. Mm -hmm. That pleasure is going to come later on down the road. Yeah. It's not instant gratification. Mm -hmm. It's not like... Oh, I get to eat all this lavish stuff and this is <laughs> so much fun. It's like, I'm just going to suck it up and scarf yeah. this food down because that's exactly what I need to get to where I want to go. Yeah. And that's what you have yeah, to it's do. Funny. Yeah. Like the pleasure of it was when just random moments of my life was like, that was why I was doing that. Like when I got sponsored by first form, I was handpicked to be an athlete, like an elite yeah. athlete. When yeah. I got to move to California and I was doing fitness modeling and doing, um, really cool opportunities. I was like all that time 
that I was putting in, I get this one little day and moment yeah. right now. Like it yeah. didn't just come. I worked out one day. I ate clean one day. Sweet. I got opportunities. Yeah. Like the little mo. I would just. That's, that's funny. In the moments I would be like, wow, like, all right. That, those years was worth it for this moment right here. So I was trying to uh, kind of explain that. It's funny that everybody like afterwards has reached out to me and given me a lot of praise. And it's like, I told them, I was like, man, for you guys, you guys saw me flexing on stage for 15 minutes or, you know, it's like, not even. yeah, five minutes. It's like, good job. It's like, no, no, well, no. Well, you said something about the finish line. Like they just came watch so, it at the finish line. So, uh, there's a lady, Olga, and I trained her mother, Dora, which they're awesome people. Yeah. I really love them. And uh, I told, I was talking to Dora, Olga's mother, and I said, look at all these medals that they have. They have all these running medals. I mean, tons of marathon medals. And I said, it's like showing up to the end of your race at that finish line. And they cross the finish line. And you're like, yeah. hey, good job. You yeah. did all right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you guys have no <laughs> idea. Like, yeah the days that I ran in the rain or the days that I was running, you know, when there's a dark cloud yeah. or like, you know, those days you didn't want to put on your shoes, you were sick, you had a cold, whatever it was. And you're like, nah, I got to go get those miles in. Yeah. I got to go get those numbers. And all they're seeing is all that one small moment of time when you had all that work that was done in the dark. And then you get your one little moment of shine yeah. and that's it. And then for me, psh, then it's over well, that's with every day for you, you know? Yep. All right. So how can people work with you, find you? Yeah. What do you offer? All the things. So my coaching program, uh, I have those. If you want to do online, you can go to tylerfightclub.com. That's my website. I also have my merchandise up there with all my artwork and, um, yeah, my, clo my clothing and hoodies and do you shirts. Do different packages? Three different packages right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd say so you definitely take tailor more towards men but females are always welcome too but i would definitely say you just bring those people to the next level basically you're yeah. just like all right you're here you've been here you're gonna be here <laughs> definitely the best thing about my coaching is like just keeping you guys accountable keeping you motivated um it's always nice to have someone that will give you genuine feedback i'm not a person that coaches from a mountaintop i don't say oh like i don't do this i don't do that I'm, it's like no it's like i've been there i've i've had a problem like where i drank too much you know what i mean it's like but guess what i've learned how to cut all that stuff out slowly because the goals that I've had have been they outweigh those little things you know what I mean so it's like one of the guys that has reached out to me has told me how he recently has been sober for 17 months and I'm like bro that's it like you literally are winning like you are winning it's like I can show you the way I can lead you and guide you, but it's up to you to complete these tasks and to do these things. And I can be there for you, but it's like, it's up to you to not put that bottle to your lips, yeah. you know? Yeah, so true. So it's like cool. guidance, motivation. Like I've had a lot of really, really good coaches. I've had great professors. I've had great mentors. I've had a relationship coach. All those people have had an impact on my life and all those little things, I'm those talking tips. talking about me in one. What's that? I'm talking about me in one, all in one. That was me. I mean, I'm talking about <laughs> several different people. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. <laughs> but you, you've Just definitely kidding. helped bring the best out of me. You know what I mean? Mm. You've definitely helped me level up. Yeah. And I've also helped you yes. calm down a yeah. little bit and be a little bit more settled. And um, that's why we're good for each other. Is we bring yeah. out the best in each other. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Anything else you want to ask me before we sign off? Um, yeah, I don't know. How do you think that fitness and health and wellness has had an impact on your life? And if you didn't have that, where do you think you would be or where do you think your life would look like without all this health and fitness mm-hmm. and wellness? And Yeah, I think, you know, when people think of health and fitness, they are just like, oh, it's just someone always striving to have a good body and be vain and look good when it's really not it at all. I always say you can control 90% of your physical self. You can't always control certain aspects, maybe where you live, your job, what you have access to, but you can move your body and you can choose to put the best things in, in your mouth. So if you are con- if you are in control of something that the percentage that you, c- that you can control is 90%, that feels really good because that gives you a sense of pride, accomplishment, confidence. And, that- and you're like, okay, well, if I can really get a handle on this, like what can I get a handle on that I only have like 30% control of? I don't know. So for me, it's just always been the cornerstone of everything else going on in my life financially spiritually relationship wise mentally it's just like I gotta wake up and get that workout in because that just sets the tone for my day and it's not like I'm gonna go to the gym so I can take a picture of myself so I can and like record my workouts it's like no I go in to get a sweat to feel good to get those endorphins going and then if I accomplish that it's like what else can I not accomplish? You can get so. your picture in, but you got to take that picture every single time. Let's show these off. Can I show these <laughs> yeah. off a little bit? Yeah, those are, are only... There's a only, couple of them. Yeah, but, you got two trophies, right? So out of the four, the four categories that I was I in, <laughs> four categories I was in, I got top three in all four categories. Oh, yeah. We didn't even say how you placed. Yeah, see, that's how not selfish I am. No, <laughs> no but for Okay, real, Mr. Never asked questions no for real though i got top three in all four categories i got first place in the 35 year age group plus so for me that was huge because i turned 35 this year which i feel like i'm 27 and to say i'm 35 and i'm just now competing in a physique show it's like some people think that 35 is old some people are like some of my friends back home are like you know think that they're done at 35 and it's like man your life is literally you are in a prime spot of your life and if you want to take control of your life now is a great time if you're in your 30s you're good you're good i'm training people in their 60s and 70s and they are seeing results if you can literally see results in your 60s and 70s man you can do this you can do this till you're old and we're going to we're going to we have me and kayla have a very great opportunity to show people not only how a relationship can be had but how to continue health and fitness on on a longevity scale you know so we're going to continue this path i know it this is why we're together this is why we who we are this is why God has brought us together. This is why our passive cross is because we have a chance and an opportunity to set a very good example for people and to continue this health and wellness journey on yeah. for a long time to come. So it all starts. So if you guys want to be a part of it, we would love for all of you to be a part of it and hope you will be. Cool. All right, that was good. Thanks. Good job. You always do good. High five. All right. See you guys later.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.